Yeah, real's real, huh? And this one's real. Welcome to Security Today, brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions. Sprinter has a passion for technology, and with the calling card of the cleanest work environments in the low-voltage industry, Sprinter IT is a robust leader in the technology sector. They lead in managed services, datacom, and security, so check them out at SprinterIT.com and at SprinterDatacom on Instagram. I'm your host, the most opinionatedly correct uncle in security, Uncle Bear. That's right, Uncle B-A-E-R underscore on Instagram and Twitter X and at Security Today Podcast on Instagram. So give me a like and give me a follow and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and then tell your mother because she's worried about you. (laughs) So glad to be back for another one. I am not going to lie. This is my most comfortable segment. I've been doing it the longest. Uh, I've titled it the OB, right? Like the OG is for original broadcast, not OBGYN. I do love sharing news and highlights from the security industry. So with this empire I'm trying to build though, you know it's going to come with more value than just a simple podcast. So I do encourage you to head over to Spotify or our YouTube page, which you can find in the show notes, or just search Security Today Podcast to see all the other segments that we are cooking up here and bringing value to the industry. They are all in their infancy, so uh, which is kind of exciting to me because I don't exactly know what it's going to go or flower into. And they... Um, it, they they involve segments like our classic segment, Bid to Bank series, where we interview and mull through the process of running your business in this industry. That's right. We interview very smart people doing very smart things. And the key to that segment is listening several times. That's not just a... Uh, a, a tagline that I'm trying to get you to get more listens, although that'd be nice. But there, I'm serious. There is really good information in there, and you got to walk through it a couple times. I equate it to like a peach grove, where walking through each time, you'll find more and more ripe peaches to pick and go over on your way to making millions and changing the world. Also, our brand new segment, which, spoiler alert, you're getting another one next week, babies. <laughs> The Room Where It Happens, because I'm a Broadway fan. This segment sits down with industry leaders at the forefront of the industry and in a variety of ways. And then it gives you a glimpse into them, who they are, right? Also giving a glimpse into the future and where security is headed because these mother truckers know exactly where it's going. Also, I can't stop, won't stop. Security Today has its own, very own resource. Also, Even more in its infancy, it's practically still in the womb. And typing this up, that's the second time I've mentioned womb in this podcast. You'll find that out. But Black Picket Fence, found on Instagram at black.picket.fence and found online at www.blackpicketfenceonline.com. This is a brick or two into a fantastic educational resource that will grow to a towering height and uh, it will help you advance your career. I'm really putting some time into it. So Black Picket Fence released today. That's right, a free PDF called the Access Anatomy Handbook. So this is a handbook that is a high-level overview and also a very quick synopsis of access control. So go to the Instagram page or head over to the website at uh, blackpicketfenceonline.com backslash A-A-H, that's Alpha Alpha 
herringbone to get to grab your free copy right now okay you'll notice in that pdf there is a little bit of some exciting news coming down the pipe though and that's the first black picket fence course that will be dropping next month it's titled professional access wiring by bear i'm bear and it will go over everything you need to know about the access control circuit from relay logic to wiring diagrams that you can print and laminate to the basics of a man trap and how to troubleshoot a circuit with a multimeter. Here's the mantra that I've been trying to live by recently. It's, if I wish I would have had it, I want to provide it. And it feels weird to ask for that at a cost, but the course has taken time, not just to put together, but to learn in the field over a decade. But damn, if I could drop a couple bills back when I was green running in my own van to soak up a decade worth of knowledge. Honestly, (laughs) I'd probably be in a completely different spot than right now. So you're welcome. <laughs> Do check that out, though. And keep the Security Today podcast in your feed with likes and follows so you don't miss the chance to get that course. And you can even get in line at blackpicketfenceonline.com backslash paw. That's right, the bear paw. That stands for P-A-W. It's professional access wiring. Um, Thanks to Jeff at Better Days Tech. I've been working hard and it's only up from here, boys <laughs> and girls. Homies and home All right, 2023, let's do it. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about. Now, listen, usually there's a product highlight and a meat section and a chit chat section, but sometimes New York wants to abuse children's privacy rights. So that's all I'm going to fucking talk about. <laughs> but first to the shout out. That's right. This every single week on this podcast, we shout out somebody on the Instagram platform that is absolutely killing it, that is keeping it to the standard of excellence and so much so that it gets itself onto the Security Today podcast. This week's shout out goes to at PLS Technologies. Look, I usually pick these shout outs after the episode is written as I think to myself, who feels right to put here? Well, this dude is from New York and I know him personally and I know that he holds high ethics and cares about true things like the betterment and the protection of children. And he cares about the work that he puts in because it's always on point. So I thought who other than Gabby at PLS Technologies. He's smart as a whip and you need to be following his page right now. So give him a like, give him a follow as he conquers the world of access control, CCTV, and much, much more in the security industry. And side fact, he's my Brevo go-to, by the way, as I do ponder a question over that system every now and again. So send him a speaker emoji to let him know you heard him here. Let's get into the chit-chat turned meat. (laughs) New York ended their biometrics ban for schools K through 12. Now, New York State Education Department Commissioner Betty A. Rosa issued a determination last month that lifted a December 2020 ban on the use of biometric technologies in both public and private schools. However, K through 12 campuses are still prohibited from purchasing or utilizing facial recognition technologies. Quote, The Security Industry Association, SIA, along with the industry partners and education officials in New York, raised concerns with legislators and then 
Governor Andrew Cuomo over the unintended consequences of a blanket ban prohibiting applications that clearly benefit schools and students versus addressing specific use cases of concern, said SIA Senior Director of Government Relations, Jake Parker. He continues on, in one direct result, the governor insisted that the final measure include an exclusion for use of fingerprint technology in conducting background checks on prospective K-12 employees. Mmm, that last line does insert quite the salty flavor of a political straw man to get the general public to nod and keep on consuming. I mean, moving. Sorry. Jesus. All right. Now, hear your old unk out. Okay, listen to me. I'm going to rant here for a minute, but I want you to understand where it's coming from. Technology is a Pandora's box. There is no overcoming or turning back the time for Moore's Law. We are progressing forward. We are always going to progress forward. So we're here. And technology should be implemented into schools. I think that, especially if it's helping background checks on hiring individuals to be around children all day. Children, as I have some of my own, is something that I truly feel should be protected and fought for in the adult world that we're all living in. Now. I'm also a big, big fan of SIA, okay? They're a wonderful organization, no lie. But, 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 when the opposers to a ban in biometric tech in schools weep and wail that it's a blanket ban and it's doing harm, then get their way, and their way is pretty much allowing everything except facial wreck. That's like a blanket lift the other direction. Listen, yes. They continue on to say that schools will now be able to use biometrics for identity verification for applications such as student account access, transportation check-in, food service, and medication administration, or that the technology can now also be used to safeguard access to secure areas, as well as log staff time and attendance. Oh, and like 40 schools were doing it before the ban even went into place, because the reasoning of, well, we did it before it was called bad, so it shouldn't be bad, is an awesome argument. Great job there, not. Listen, okay, here's the problem. Technology and privacy, okay? Technology and privacy are in a dance where one is trying to stomp on the other's foot as they waltz across the ballroom floor of humanity. It's a very complicated area, very complex. I'm not going to solve it here on this podcast. And the way to make sure that tech and your right to privacy coexist is going to be by breaking small rules here and there and observing that it's more harmful than good in these instances or sorts of places. For instance, we now live in the terms and conditions era where we've been duped, not looked out for, and we've been responsible for pretty much checkboxing our privacy away to big data companies. That has come with some awareness and some pushback now through brave whistleblowers and pro-privacy organizations lobbying hard in D.C. Listen, we got our toes mashed into the floor in the waltz called life, and we learned the hard way. And we're trying to reverse it. People are now trying to reverse it. And that ethically, honestly, is okay. Life is a push and pull of boundaries. And the point of it all is to find the balance, not to avoid getting burnt. But, 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 but I'm 100% against 
freely allowing the boundary of finding uh, the boundary of the finding waltz to take place in areas that involve directly the children of America or the children of the world, letting them be a test ground or a petri dish into which we are going to see how well bio fucking metric technology does. Not iPads, not fancy projectors, but using their bodies to allow them into their accounts. This chit chat turned meat. And I'm going to run with it. So let's get into the meat. Privacy versus security. The ethical balance that every security designer, technician installing in the field, CSO guiding and directing their program has to face almost every time that they work. Look, new technologies like the Internet of Things, IoT, or smart cities, and big data, they've changed the way that we look towards life. These technologies created integration between the physical and the virtual world that paved the way for many services that we could not imagine a decade ago. (laughs) And with this new frontier of technology, something couldn't escape the conversation. And that's privacy. I mean, think about it. I think that it's central that the reason that this thing couldn't escape it, privacy, is because of what privacy is to the human. What it is to the individual that lives in the conscious hollow inside of this meat suit. It is because privacy is a right, not a privilege. It is a thing that humans, from the early sprouts of education in history, and creativity have started to write into culture that we eventually pinned into law. Something that comes pre-programmed and innate. Privacy is the ability of an individual or a group to seclude themselves or seclude information about themselves and thereby express themselves selectively. The domain of privacy partially overlaps with security, which can include the concepts of appropriate use or protection of information. And from my studies and the deep reflection upon my career and what I'm choosing to give my life to, I I do that often. It's more of like a, what the fuck am I doing? But it is a reflection. I've come to believe that privacy and security live in tandem. They are lovers. Security is also deemed a right in my eyes. I've said this on the podcast many times. I, I write this on my bios. I do what I can, but security is a right, not a privilege. It is a standard of living that comes owed to the individual as they exit the womb from which the concept security is birthed and displayed, being carried in the safest place known to humanity, the mother. So with these two, security and privacy, These two rights, standing as allies alongside each other. There's a very tricky situation that we now have to deal with as humans as they have begun to intermingle and associate themselves with technology. And in the dance, in the performance of these three cast members, we need to really resolve ourselves on who is who in the story. Who can be done away with if they have to be? And who must be spared? in the subtle nuances of finding the boundaries of fair and equal life. I think that we fall too easy to technology because it feeds us the thing that our biological operating system is programmed to crave. 
which is convenience. I mean, we want that at the core of who we are in our lizard brains. It's easy to push your thumb against a small black tile and have the computer access your account or clock you in or make sure an eight-year-old has to use their fingerprint or retina or their voice or vein pattern because, uh, because then who cares if they forgot their password or if they left a piece of information at home? It's convenient. It works. It makes it quicker. Let's remind ourselves that I am talking about biometrics. I'm a huge proponent of the ability for technology to teach young minds, to allow them to learn in new and contemporary ways and, and learn new skills that new to humanity that will give them salaries to enjoy later, uh, you know, later on, to enjoy life later on. But I am against that in the midst of still dancing with the boundary of biometric data in our dualistic world battlings of blue light and flesh to thrust it upon children's mandatory daily interactions of school. It's a horrible stewardship of a very dangerous weapon that we've been given, especially when we haven't even successfully sculpted something robustly useful out of it in, uh, in, in our grown up and adult world. Like biotech is cutting edge. It's bleeding edge. It's, it's dreamed to do big things. But it's not on the damn front door of your house because it hasn't worked itself out into that. And here we are making sure that it is collecting the data in, in a predatory way off of our children. Privacy also takes the form of bodily integrity body autonomy. This is why privacy is a right. You are your own person, right? Think about it. Think about yourself right now. You're your own person. No one has been given the narcissistic, narcissistic self-permission to do anything with your body that you haven't fully and clearly communicated your consent on, right? And that could go a hundred ways in our dark minds of watching Netflix. We, in the adult world, fight for this right at a very frequent rate. Yet our culture, our world is not set up in a way that individuals under a rough age, okay, rough age of 18 to 21 have the resources to fight against their bodily integrity being taken advantage of and used for the convenience of just older humans. And here, New York is, in the name of convenience, disguised as security, which that is the tragic romance, seeing that security and privacy are close in bond. New York is hearkening the abuse of data as they play with something that we, the industry, haven't yet refined, and none other than on our children. Fuck that. Our world right now, our industry, is a constant battle that never sleeps, from the hacker needing to only defeat one way in, and the blue team operator needing to guard an endless amount of ways in. We are not ahead of the curve. We are not on top of this. And yes, it is ever expanding. And yes, we should play with it. We should get a little burnt here and there that we can truly find the balance on, of this invisible machine called the internet or whatever you want to call it, the network. But not with our children, New York. And not with our children, Sia. Is this dra dramatized? Yeah, 
Hell yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't you wouldn't listen to this podcast if I was just up here reading word for word security news. That's like the most boring shit ever. I am a poet. Am I? Hell yeah. If you don't have flair and a story to swim in, then your life sucks. And that's the way I view it. So I get up here and I get a little into it. I put a little passion and I'm going to go hard on it. And you're going to get guys and gals that roll their eyes and accuse me of grandstanding or fluffing or, you know, being a prick, whatever. But on the real, IDGAF, bruh. Because I will never not swing hard for privacy and protection, especially of young people. And you bet your bottom dollar, your old uncle's going to be swinging brass knucks when they're doing it in the name of convenience. Get out of here. Sheesh. It's a little quicker than usual, but look, that's it for security today. Remember, the podcast is brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions at Sprinter Datacom on Instagram. DM me at Uncle Bear underscore. DM me. I'm serious. I ask for that shit every week. I get one DM a month, maybe. Maybe. All right. DM me with your thoughts, your stories or resources, because I want to know what you think about the subject. Not that I want to troll argue about it because I already know where I stand. But if this is something that you're passionate about or it's something that you're helping through implementations or however you're doing it, then let me know because I'd love to know the stories that are fighting for the good fight, if you will. And I know this one was a bit of a creme brulee as it was crusty and punch, but maybe soft and gooey in purpose. Hmm? If you know, you know. Listen, I'm hooking you up right now with the resources. So go follow at black.picket.fence. Grab your free PDF today. You better be following at PLS Technologies because you know he's swinging hard. That dude is putting in cans on cans on cans on Insta. <laughs> As you need to be getting those 10,000 hours to become the master, you need to be following him. Also, follow at Tech Knowledge Worldwide. That's at T-E-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E-W-W on Instagram, as they are the community that is changing the technology sector on the ground level, a whole new genre of philanthropy. You get in now and read the, read the crown later, suckers. I've been saying that. And hey, be the better tech. I'm feeling serious coming off of this one be the better technician please okay we'll see you next week on security today 